You're currently listening to the Grow to Know Yourself podcast, a podcast about learning who you are and discovering who you want to be. I'm your host, Natasha of BecomingNatasha.com. So today's episode is all about the pros and cons of building an online business or starting an online business. Um, There are some goods and some bads uh, with starting online businesses, but overall, I would not have it any other way of building Becoming Natasha. So here are the pros and cons to building an online business. So... One pro would be that it's less startup money when it comes to starting an online business. Um, It's not much that you need uh, to pay for to start up a website um, because most of the stuff is free for the most part. Um, I mean, you buy a domain, you uh, purchase also domain protection and things of that sort um, so that your URL is yours and it's protected for however long that you want to buy it for. Um, that's one misconception, though. I want to point out that a lot of people don't um, understand. Um, your URL is not your own URL unless you pay for it. So even though you came up with the idea for the name, um, it's technically not yours until you pay basically to have that parked somewhere on the Internet. Uh, so, yeah, so you buy your URL domain protection, um, any and everything else that you need to protect your um, URL. And then you also purchase the platform, well, either on a monthly basis or yearly basis to um, host your website. So a lot of this is inexpensive for a couple of reasons because um, you have now platforms that do a lot um more than just like blogger for example which is what i started back in 2014 so um the subscription well the services that you can use that i do recommend is wordpress and squarespace those are the two biggest platforms out here i mean wix is cool but wix is not necessarily um as integrated or fully integrated as squarespace and wordpress is and what i mean by integrated i mean that you can customize uh, well i'm sorry add uh plugins or add-ons things of that sort to make your website a lot more engaging and the flow of it um, actually is an okay flow (laughs) if that makes sense so WordPress and Squarespace are the two platforms that you should be on I recommend Squarespace I love it it's very easy to use Um, even though I know some coding knowledge you don't necessarily need that in order to build a a Squarespace uh, website a lot of things is drag-and-drop similar to Wix But it's a lot cleaner, it's a lot smoother, um, it's less headache and heartache when it comes to just designing um, and just using a platform, especially if you really don't know how to use a website platform or hosting platform, I definitely recommend uh, Squarespace. But Squarespace is 12, I'm sorry, no, $16 a month for a general website or $144 a year. Now, I know that sounds like a lot, but when you think about it, um, for what you're getting for it, kind of is worth the amount that you're putting out. So WordPress and Squarespace. So that's number one. That's a pro. Um, it's less startup money. Um, most of the 
the things that you're going to be doing online actually comes from um, social media, which is free. You don't have to pay to start a Facebook, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, Twitter accounts. Those are all free accounts. Um, so there's really not much that you have to put out to start and maintain your um, blog or your online business for that matter, really. So another startup is that Although it's less money, it's also less time that you need to start up. It literally takes no more than 30 minutes to set up a website. Like, it does not take long. Not even 30 minutes. Um, because if you're using, like, already customized themes, all you have to do is select the theme and just slightly customize it to what you want it to say and how you want it to look. But it doesn't take that long for you to um, set that up. I set up my Squarespace uh, websites. Um... Over, it takes me a little over an hour to do, only because I like to design and code certain things. So um, it's not as quick, but it really doesn't take that long to create a website or a platform for people to come to buy products, to see your content, things of that sort. So less money, less time to set up. Whereas with a regular brick and mortar or traditional business, I mean, it's so much. You got to find a space. You have to rent a space out. But that's not an easy process. It can take months to really find um, the perfect location, which is a big um, part to having your um, traditional brick and mortar businesses. The location is definitely key um, to the success to the business. But with your website, people can only just go right there, www.whatever, whatever, whatever, and go to your website. So less money, less time to start up. Another pro is that it's easy to grow and connect with people um, through an online business. Now, that does not mean that it's going to be an easy process, but the whole concept of it is very simple. It's just literally liking, commenting, sharing, sending messages back and forth, emails back and forth. It's really not that hard to technically grow the um, your audience or your connections and network um, online and connect with people, um, but it does take it is a process that you have to go through, but the whole concept of it is easy. Whereas with a regular traditional business, um, you will need to combine social media promotion and just networking. But a lot of things may take place offline and more face-to-face um, with going out to networking events, um, setting up um, vending tables or vendor tables to promote your um business and and really more traditional style of networking so that in a sense can be more time consuming and not as easy because it does take a lot to get up pack your things up that you need to go out and promote um your business outside of doing so on social media and another pro would have to be that it's easy to make money now um don't want to put too much emphasis on easy <laughs> Again, there is a process to doing so, but it's relatively simple um, to make money online. Whereas with a traditional business, you have to sell um, in a sense of getting people. So here's the idea. It, it doesn't take long or it's not hard to get people to come to your website um, as long as you create something engaging for them to click on. But 
other than that, pe people online, we get very curious. So we click on various links and eventually we land on something. But whereas traditional business, you have to promote something so well, so engaging to get people to leave their house <laughs> or their home, uh, for that matter, to come to your store to buy your products. Um, um, because you have to say, what what will make this person get up to come buy my smoothie? What will make this person get up to come buy my hair products um, or my body care like products? Whatever have you, what is going to make this person get up? step out of their home willing to pay money for whatever I'm selling. So in a sense, that can be very difficult and challenging to do so. And a lot more, a lot of businesses, traditional businesses, uh, brick and mortar businesses go into major debt because it costs so much to start up the business. But even more, because you're not about to make the money right back, you have to also get people to say, hey, I have a business, I need you to be a customer, or I have a product that I think you um, will like or that you need. So that is the pros. Um, it's less money to start. It's less time to start. Um, it's easy to connect and grow your business and, you know, connect with people online networking-wise. And it's also easy to um, make money. Oh, um Another pro is that there's no need for inventory when it comes to an online business. You can sell things online without having to physically ship and mail things out. There are so many resources out here, so many websites that um, allow for you to upload whatever product that you want to sell, whether it be a book, a mug, whatever. And the business... Well, that resource itself will do the back-end work of inventory, and some resources or some um, companies actually mail out the products for you, if you would like. Um, so that right there, you don't have to worry about having boxes upon boxes of things in your house to um, mail out to people, thus um, increasing your expenses um, each month. So that's another pro. So less time to start, uh, less money to start up. Uh, it's easy to connect and grow. There's no need for inventory and it's also easy to make money. Now the cons or the negatives to starting an online business is that it is hard to reach your desired audience. While it's easy to reach an audience and connect with people, it's hard to reach your audience. So what I mean by that is that each business has a certain ideal like customer profile. Um, for Becoming Natasha, that's multicultural women um, between a particular age group, preferably 25 and older, who are in committed relationships. Either they're married or just have been in a long uh, committed serious relationship. Um, they're college educated. At this point, they're working day jobs still in specific areas like nonprofit education or uh, business PR. But what happens is, although I have that ideal reader profile, what I'm doing each and every time I'm going online is trying to locate a person that fits that desired profile. But what it comes down to is that I have to actually do some research in what platforms I'm using, what time I'm using those platforms, um, 
really to research and where these people would be on these platforms. So I um, participate in various Facebook groups and different chats, things of that sort. Um, and sometimes I'm just basically browsing through the platforms to find people that match their profile. So in that sense, it can be very difficult to reach the audience that you want to reach, um, given that every niche and field has their own specific ideal audience. So that's one setback when it comes to um, starting an online business. Another setback is that there's a constant change in social media trends. So in addition to finding my ideal audience, I have to stay up to date with the constant trends in social media. So if you don't know or don't really understand, each social platform, one, has an algorithm. What that means is it's basically, um, a, I want to call it a schematic, but just a flow of how the... Um, platform runs. So most platforms now has changed to an algorithm that is based off of relevancy in a sense. So you may post something on Instagram at 9.31 in the morning, but that doesn't mean that people saw it at 9.31. But basically, the social media algorithm now is anybody who's who engages in something the higher the engagement, the more important the post becomes, and it's more likely to be seen. So that's basically what it means. It's more like a pay-to-play kind of thing, too, um, because people can pay to promote or sponsor their specific image, that which means that it's going to pop up on people's feeds a lot more, thus increasing engagement, thus being seen more. So the higher the engagement basically means this post must be important so it needs to be at the top or more people need to see this so facebook twitter instagram pinterest all of that will then say hey we need to put this towards the top of the fees we need to have this posted more um so that's what's going to happen so your timeline is not based off when you post it's based off what the engagement is um for each time that you post so with that it becomes challenging because while I'm trying to reach my audience, I have to be mindful. And when I post, how I post, I have to be intentional on what I post because I need people to engage in it and I need people to see it, like, comment, share, so that it can show up a lot more. There's a lot that I have to do. I mean, on Instagram, I have to, like, do specific hashtags to have the image post up in the um, overall Instagram feed. There's so much that comes um, behind with um, growing and connecting and reaching your audience. And last but not least, throughout all of this, the um, number one negative thing is that it is time consuming. But honestly, any business, whether it's a traditional brick and mortar business or an online business, is going to be time consuming because it takes time to get wherever it is that you want to be. I've been blogging for three, going on four years now. I mean, I've reached certain numbers. Um, I have started a new blog. I'm back in 2016, so I'm kind of starting back over again um, with my new brand. But time, time, time is definitely something that you have to um, be best friends with. And you have to be patient because things will not happen overnight. It cannot. I, I don't even want it to happen overnight because I'm not going to respect um, the reward that comes from it. 
So it's definitely time consuming um, and you definitely need the patience um, if you want to grow or start and grow your online business. So those are the pros and cons to starting an online business. I hope this has helped you um, in thinking about whether you want to start an online business. I know it seems to be like a trend almost nowadays. I mean, everyone's trying to pop up with a website or popping up with a website and trying to get people to come to their website. But there's a lot more back end work um, that it takes to start and grow an um, online business. So you can catch the show notes to this episode at becomingnatasha.com. While you're on here, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes. Um, doing so will allow the podcast to pop up more in the iTunes feed, um, thus getting more people to engage in the podcast and listen to the podcast. You can also um, listen to the podcast on SoundCloud as well at Grow to Know Yourself Podcast. So guys, that's all that I have for you today, and I'll catch you on the next episode.